everyone, a very warm welcome to another exciting episode of Psychology Talks. And I'm your host today, Amreen Nadeem. And today we're going to talk about happiness, the psychology of happiness. A lot of people are chasing happiness and they're trying to find out in different places, in different things. And during that journey, they have brief moments of joy throughout the day, throughout the months, throughout the year. But it is hard to sustain that uh, the moment of joy is for a longer period because in some moment they feel it, but the other moment they feel anxious, depressed, sad. So what is happening then how they can actually sustain that those moments of happiness for a longer time? And that's what exactly we're going to discuss today. And that's why our... Uh, the guest of our uh, show today is Jacqueline Way, and she has spoken a lot about happiness on different platforms. She's a well-known keynote speaker. She's a philanthropist, and she is on a mission to make this world a happier and a healthier place. So let's welcome Jacqueline Way. <laughs> Hello, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Oh, I'm so happy to be here with you all. So thank you for having me. You're most welcome. And it's an honor to have you with us. And uh, uh, thanks for all the audience who are joining us today. Please uh, share from where are you joining. And if you have any question, please just uh, write your question and we will be happy to answer in between our discussion. So let's uh, focus on our discussion now. <laughs> uh, this topic is one of uh, the topic that is very close to my heart because you know a lot of people are struggling to find happiness they don't know where to find sometimes they find it but as i mentioned a little earlier that you know they can't sustain it for longer so that's what we're going to discuss that how we're going to find happiness and we can prolong that moment but before we go jump into the discussion let's educate our audience about yourself that uh, tell us a little bit about your journey that from where you did your schooling how you end up here how did you actually opted for uh, uh, this particular field or you ended up with circumstances or with the flow of life so tell mm -hmm. us a little bit all, all of those good things you know i believe life is a journey and mine has definitely been exactly that um, well, uh, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, I am the founder of a charitable organization called 365 Give. And 365 Give um, actually started as a personal parenting project with my first son when he was just three years old. And we started because I really wanted to grow a kind, compassionate, loving little human being. And what I really thought the best way to do that was, was cultivate um, that sense of philanthropy and charity and kindness uh, in my son. And so we started on this journey to give back to the world every day. We included animals, we included our planet and people. Uh, and we did one small thing to give back every day for 365 days. Um, and at the time, and this is going back a few years ago now, at the time, uh, I had started a blog, and I know there's many bloggers still out there today. I'm still one of them. Our website still has a very active blog. Um, and, and we recorded our small acts of giving so that we could share with friends and family. And, you know, if somebody else joined along the way, then great. 
And what surprised us most is that people did follow along. People were actually really inspired by my by my son, Nick, um, and the small things that we could do. And it really inspired people to go do the small things they could do um, in their own part of the world. And we gained a following. And today, 365 Give is now a global giving movement that's literally changing the world. Wow, that that's amazing. You know, like, you know, how you actually, uh, your life, change when your son born and then you came mm -hmm. into this philanthropy uh, movement and but what exactly is 365 give if you can just share a little bit more about it <laughs> sure, absolutely well first of all i'm from canada so hello everybody from wherever you're from today uh 365 give is a registered charity and our philosophy is very simple um, we have a model that is uh, it's called Teach, Inspire, and Empower. And what we really do is, first of all, we teach people the why of giving. Why is it important to give back? Why is it good for the world? And most importantly, why is it give, Why is it good for you? And we're going to dig into that uh, when we talk about happiness today. Um, and the next part is we teach. So we have now had over 600 schools globally. We have a school program. We have a program for families and even individuals. Um, and we're just about to launch a youth leadership program as well. Um, where people can just join. We show them how easy it is to give. We get you going. We get that habit of giving in your own life um, cultivated and started because what we know about any habit is that, that 21 days to build a habit is actually a myth. It's actually on average for most people, 66 days to create a habit. So we help you create this habit of giving so that you're showing up in your life with intention and clear focus that you wanna show up as a kind, compassionate, loving human being for yourself first and then for the world around you. Yeah, amazing philosophy. I mean, basically like 365, like every day you need to give and then that's how you gain happiness. So moving on to our um, discussion. So mm -hmm. let's define what actually happiness is before we're yeah. moving on to find out how to uh, achieve it. Let's define what is happiness. Absolutely. Well, you know, first of all, we have to remember that as every human being on this planet has a different fingerprint, our happiness is different for every single person. What brings me happiness and what brings you happiness is gonna be very different. It's based on your own life uh, perspective, what you've experienced, and you need to actually go out there and discover it a little bit. So for me, there's, there's two parts, and I wanna bring both parts of this because you talked about it as well, is there's happiness and then there's joy. So for me, happiness is this emotion. It's an emotion that comes and goes in our lives. And when we say, you know, how do you find your happiness? For me, the question isn't how do you find it? How do you create it? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And when we start to learn how we can create happiness, which is this moment by moment emotional experience in our life, that then begins to cultivate this greater feeling of joy. And joy is, is more of a feeling or an emotion or a sense of well-being, balance, and peace in our life. That's the underlining that when you wake up in the morning, you feel joy. It just runs like a vibration constantly through your life. Whereas happiness is emotion like a wave. It comes and goes. There'll be highs and lows. There'll be ins and outs. So those are slightly two different things that I want to talk about with happiness and joy. So happiness is how do we create it in our life? Because if you go looking for it, that's when we get into problems is people, you know, how do you find happiness? We're not going fishing. It's how do we learn to create it in our life by, first of all, identifying what 
brings us that happiness. And I'll let everybody know that, you know, during COVID for me, and I was home with the kids and we were all in lockdown, I really had to take some deep time to dig into that for myself and go, what are the things that from the moment I open up my eyes in the morning that I know are my go-tos? So everybody in our family over COVID created a happiness toolbox. And that toolbox was actually filled with the things we knew that in our down moments, when we were feeling a little stuck, a little down, a little anxious, a little stressed, that we could go into our happiness toolbox and pull out the things that worked. It was different for me, obviously, than it was for my kids and it was for my husband. So for me, some of the things in my happiness toolbox were music, where I knew I had playlists. I use this as my happiness tool all the time, is I had playlists created for music that I know that would bring me some happiness. Just give me that little boost. Get me dancing. You know, get me outside. I could walk to, I could run to, even during COVID. You know, for me, my garden brings me a lot of joy. So when I woke up in the morning, the first thing I would do is go out into my garden and just get my hands in the dirt, enjoy my flowers and just say good morning to my plants. That brings me a lot of happiness. Not everybody's a gardener. So you have to start to go in and I, I literally call it creating an algorithm or a happiness algorithm in our life. And I'm going to use this as a um as a reference for everybody, that if you opened up your Instagram right now or your YouTube right now, what is it showing you? Okay. And this can start to show you in your life, what are you cultivating in your own life? Are you cultivating positivity? When I open up my YouTube channel, it's nothing but good that comes up. I don't watch any, I don't watch news. I don't watch anything that's negative on my phone. So all of my algorithms on my phone show me nothing but positivity because that's all I follow. It's all I engage with. So my life keeps showing me more. And I want everybody to think about that for everything in your life. If you're looking for happiness, if you're intentionally setting it up, making intentions for happiness, creating it in your own life, your brain will automatically, this is how our brains work, go looking for more of it. And that's how our, our brain systems actually work. Same algorithm and very similar to your phone. The more you start to create happiness in your life, the more your brain will actually go looking for it. Amazing, amazing. I'm literally, I mean, especially first of all, you just, if you had, uh, sum up what you said is basically the distinction between happiness and joy is amazing mm -hmm. because as you know, that happiness is like the burst of, you know, uh, emotion that we feel at yeah. a certain time, but joy is the constant feeling maybe at peace or at ease, I would say. <laughs> In, yes. uh, in our so life. not stressed, right? Not stressed, exactly. not anxious, right? Yeah. It's not like a big emotion. It's just, yeah. oh, it's that, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, it's just the feeling of having yes. no stress, no negativity. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. exactly how we feel. And yeah. I love the way you said that algorithm. Like we need to shut ourselves up from all these negativities that happening on the news and on the social media. So yeah. that's very important. Yeah. That's and, and listen, I want to make sure as well, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that yeah. we don't have problems in the world. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't know what's going on politically yeah. or whatever around the world. I know this, but I choose to feed myself yeah. other information that's going to benefit my life because what I know, and I'm a mother of three, as are you, um, and for anyone out there, is that my happiness and my joy and my peace, it affects everyone around me. So if I'm not happy, if I'm feeling stressed, 
then everyone in my house is as well. Everyone I work with is as well. So what we know is that our own personal happiness and our ultimately joy, that's what can effectively change literally the world. Because if we all focused on our own personal happiness, knowing how to create it, knowing how to create that shift and finding more peace in our life with less stress, that in turn will affect everybody that you touch around you. And so that's why when we talk about happiness and the psychology, understanding this is your best tool for effectively creating change in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, I completely agree that, you know, it's not just turning blind to all the whatever is happening. around. It's not. The main thing is about knowing that exactly what's happening, but you need to create a distance and do not internalize what is happening outside so it doesn't affect you because it's very important to protect our mental peace, our mental well-being, so we can able, we are able to actually do better in our lives because Absolutely. at the end of the day we are responsible for our lives we are not as responsible for whatever is happening in the world whatever mm -hmm. is happening let's say far away land in ukraine right. or another yeah. i know that's very sad it's happening very sad whatever is happening is not right but the thing is worrying about what is not in control make us more stressed yeah. So yeah. what I know yeah. is that I can't create peace in Ukraine and Russia, but I can create peace in myself. And if 7 billion people created peace from the inside out, then the world changes, right? Then everything starts to create more peace at a broader scale. And we effectively create a more peaceful, happier, joyful world for everyone. Yeah, uh, here you actually pointed out that, you know, we are important. It is important to take care of our own self. It's mm -hmm. it's very important. So what are the one thing that you already mentioned that, of course, we need to uh, di distance ourselves from the negative, um, negative thinking, negative uh, social media or whatever the whatever we can consume negativity. We need to distance ourselves from that. Mm -hmm. But what are the other ways where we can actually Absolutely. take care of ourselves? Maybe you can just tell us that how sure. we can do it. Uh, Absolutely. In a you know, I, I'm going to explain a little bit of neurobiology and how our bodies work for everybody, because I think that this understanding that what we're talking about, you know, isn't woo-woo. I'm not making this stuff up. This is research and science and how we can really use our bodies as this tool to make ourselves feel better. Um, and I actually call it your daily dose of happiness. And dose stands for how our neurobiology work in our, in, in our brains and our bodies, how they're connected. So the D stands for dopamine. And dopamine is when you cross a finish line, when you've achieved something at work, when you just want to put your arms up in the air. And it's our body's natural reward system. Okay, so dopamine is one of these feel good chemicals in our body. The next one is oxytocin. Well, oxytocin is our love hormone. You know, that's when you hold a baby in your arms, when you have a hug with somebody, when you fall in love. Those are those emotions of love that come up. The next one is serotonin and serotonin is our body's natural happiness transmitter. Okay. So how do we get that firing and wiring in our bodies? And the last one is our endorphins. If you've ever heard of the runner's high, um, it's the endorphins are what gives you, gets you to keep going. Even when things are feeling hard or difficult, you'll keep running through things because you're feeling a natural high from that. 
So this daily dose of happiness is how do we use both our bodies and our emotions to get this system firing and wiring in our body? So there's lots of activities that we can do. And one of them, first of all, that I always talk about is giving and giving back, even in small ways. So let's say you hold the door for somebody, you are smiling at everybody as you walk down the street, you give somebody a compliment, you buy somebody a coffee, you help a homeless person, you feed a stray animal on the street, you pick up garbage to help the environment. All these little actions of giving set off this daily dose of happiness, okay? And that will start to create this automatically in your body. You don't have to do anything but giving back. So that's one of the beautiful things that we can do to create feelings of happiness in our life every day is you just do something small to give. And that's why we start this habit as well. Now, there's some other things that we can do as well. The next one is, is social connection. Okay, so having time with your friends and your family in a positive, fun way. Social connection is one of the easiest ways to happiness. And we all felt it during COVID was the great example where we all felt very separated. And for me, I made sure I made that time and, and, you know, spent time with people on Zoom, lots of time on the phone. I made that connection with other people every single day and multiple times a day. So getting out and connecting with others. Listen, this is a great way to combine both is when you go and volunteer with a group of people, let's say you're going to work in a soup kitchen, you're going to go do a beach cleanup. But when you're doing a volunteer work with other people, this takes the beautiful social connection with others and the and the beauty of giving back. And you have this, you know, amazing feeling of happiness and joy in your life. So that's something that's really easy um, that you can do to start lowering your stress. Because the nice thing about social connection with others and uh, giving back is it actually lowers your cortisol and cortisol is our stress hormone. So that starts to lower that in your life. You're feeling better. You're increasing your well-being. Um, and a few other things that I always like to suggest as well, get out in nature. So go for a hike, a walk, get by the water and ocean or get out into a forest, breathe in that fresh air and get connected to nature. Because what science also tells us is that this feeling of separation makes us feel more connected when we start connecting to nature. We, we don't see ourselves as separate, but we see ourselves as all connected uh, on this planet. And we are. Every breath I take in and every breath I take out is part of our bigger, bigger ecosystem. So getting out into nature is another one. Uh, meditation, um, and that could be a walking meditation. It could be a listening meditation. It could be a sitting meditation. Another way to just calm down our systems, if first of all, um, breathing methods through meditation will actually, again, reduce your stress, um, get your nervous system intact, um, and just breath work can automatically make us feel relaxed and at ease. And that, again, starts to increase our own personal happiness at the same time. So those are a few tools that you can start taking into your toolbox, but we know there's so many others. There's music, there's dancing, there's exercise. The list keeps going on. So start finding what works for you and then make it part of your regular routine. Make it your happiness habit every day when you start your day and gratitude. You know, gratitude's the easiest one in the mornings. Start with gratitude before you even get out of bed. Say thank you for the day. Thank you that we have another day. Thank you for the pillow I'm lying on in the bed. Thank you for the sun that's come up in the morning. Thank you for the another breath that I get to take. Um, you know, it's really that simple to find the things in your life. Don't go complicated. Don't reach for things that are too far. Just reach for the things that you can be grateful for in that moment. Because happiness really is a moment 
by moment experience. Um, and we have that choice moment by moment to create it in our own lives. Yeah, amazing, amazing advice. I really love, especially the first one, the uh, the altruism, basically. When, when we actually give someone, it's the ultimate experience that we get. And that's the ultimate mm. happiness that we, I think we can ever create. Because uh, when we actually do something for others and when we see them happy it brings us happiness and like a lot of i've seen a lot of researches on that and like a lot of people say that it gives a sort of a glow to yourself and this is also called mm -hmm. a warm glow and if you look at the like every aspect of the like scientific spirituality or any other aspect and you will always find some benefit of helping other in even the uh, big uh, uh, these self-help uh, uh, writer, I, I, do, I don't remember the name, but we, the quote is that, that we rise by lifting others. So even if you if you help others, it's going to help you in any way. So, you know, that's Absolutely. how the universe works. The, the more we give, eventually the universe will actually give it back to you in a more, mm -hmm. in a beautiful, in a most beautiful way. So I think that one thing that we should always remember that you give, but without expectation. This is this one That's more thing. The key. That's the key. If you just keep counting the second that, oh my God, I have done something good for the others and I'm not getting anything, so it's not going to work. You have yeah. to give people or you have to help people without expectation of mm -hmm. the return because Anything that's in how research. it works. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, course, absolutely. The, the, and the list of the meditation is my favorite, of course, because this is how you need to calm yourself down and that also lowers your cortisol uh, levels. So yes. that's that's how it is. But somehow, like if, if we if I've asked a lot of a lot of people have actually asked me that um, how to find time for this meditation, how if they are so much stuck in the busy life, they, they always have something to going on. They have some deadlines going on. Their, uh, their project is busy. They work, uh, uh, they have kids at home. So, you know, like how to manage this time? Because that is one question I get a lot of, uh, like yeah. I get, uh, I've been asked by a lot of people. So what is your uh, advice on that? Well, I, I would say a couple of things. And first of all, you know, people think that when you have to meditate, that you have to take 20 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour out of your day. You don't. Meditation can be done uh, in five minutes, literally. Um, and it can actually be done in smaller intervals throughout the day. So great example um, is let's say you're having a lunch break at work before you start your lunch, take one minute. Meditation is just all. And I think this is where people get meditation a little bit backwards sometimes is, is that you have to be quiet. You got to light a candle. You got to have sage burning in the background, all of all of those things. But meditation can be as simple as for one minute, close your eyes. You're sitting at your office desk and just focus on your breath. All meditation is, is literally a mindful practice practice to calm your mind, okay, so that it's not going and going. It's taking a minute out of your day. If you took one minute 10 times out of your day at different intervals, you would see literally a change in how you're feeling 
in as short as two or three days. And you take just little moments of one minute times and we all have one minute. Nobody can tell me you don't have one minute because to me, that's just an excuse. I don't have time. If you care so much about how you feel, you're not feeling good, you're recognizing that life is not feeling good to you, then one minute of your time is worth it every day. Start your day that way, right? We all have a coffee and I do this. I get up at four o'clock every morning. I love the morning times. It's quiet at my house when you have kids. I get up early so I can have that quiet time just to whether it's a meditation, it's listening to music. Um, I have an amazing app, app that I use called Insight Timer where I use a five minute morning meditation and I don't sit, you know, necessarily, I might be walking around my garden. You can do a walking meditation. You can do a listening meditation. There's so many different ways that you can do a meditation that isn't just sitting and, you know, trying to quiet your mind. And the other thing we have to remember too, is that this mind, this, this inner voice that we have, I call it our monkey mind, you know, it, it's not ever going to stop the chatter. You know, that's just there. We all have it. Let's recognize it. All it is, is it's allowing it just to go without being attached to it. So you're almost standing back from it rather than thinking that that's you, right? So that chatter that goes on is just the chatter we've picked up in life that, you know, it's our to-do list. It's worrying about our kids. It's how busy things are at work. All it is, is just separating yourself from that just for a minute and just letting it go by. Uh, and then you come back. You know, but just taking the time to breathe, that alone is going to change your day every day. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, you've just touched a very good topic, and that's basically finding the peace in that moment. You know, because mm -hmm. I feel that life only happens in the current moment. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, that like all this chatter going on in the mind, it's all either about past or the future like you know we may be thinking about okay we have to uh, meet the deadline or we have to pick up kids from this we have to make like uh we have to cook the food or do anything the, 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 the list in our mind keeps on go, keeps going Never on stops. and that's basically mm -hmm. this makes us uh more stressed more worried if we actually need to just take a moment uh, and just focus on what's going on in the moment then we begin to focus more on our life and the joy that we can experience in that moment. And I think that's, uh, that is very important that whatever is going on in your life, just take a pause and see that, you know, what's happening in that moment. And I think just maybe if, if you can, if you're able to disconnect yourself from everything and focus on that moment, you would feel the peace and the joy in that moment and that's how we need to train our brain to keep focusing on the moment rather than Absolutely. just keep focusing on what's going to happen or what had happened yeah. so i think that's one thing it's very important well it is and and again that's a practice you know when we go back to this this is all a practice right so when we talk about uh, any practice that we have in our life, it's something that we have to repeat and repeat and repeat. So if you think about a computer, our computers, for example, they have this neural network, literally, that connects together. 
So what we have to remember, it's the same with our brains. We have all these neural connectors, these little pathways. And so sometimes we have to do a reprogramming as we do with our computers. We have to reprogram our brains to create a new habit, create these new neural networks or pathways in our brain. So it becomes automatic in our life. So this all takes a little bit of time, but that awareness that you're talking about, and that's being truly conscious, consciously aware of what we're thinking, what we're, what we're saying and what we're doing moment by moment in our day. So when we think about happiness, first we can do a check-in. What is going on in my head? Like, what am I thinking about right now? I'll be sitting at my desk or somewhere else and I'll literally go, I'm, I'm having a conversation in my head about something and I'll have to shake my head and just turn my focus, turn my attention somewhere else. And I go, what can I do to increase my happiness right now? What's one action I could take right now that's going to set off that daily dose of happiness? So I know I could you know, call a friend. I could send a text and say how grateful I am to somebody. Um, I could uh, turn on some music that I know is going to bring me some happiness. I could walk out to my garden and smell the flowers. And in just that one minute, I could sit and take some breaths. I can change where my attention was, become more aware of this moment by moment life experience that we get to have. And all of a sudden things have changed and I'm feeling better already. Amazing. That's true. Uh, I know we can keep talking about it oh, <laughs> endlessly hour and endlessly. Hour. <laughs> yeah. so but we're reaching the end of the show so before we actually finish this show what one advice would you give to our audience today oh let's see one piece of advice you know what i think if there's anything start start getting curious right figure out what happiness means to you right? Understand how the biology works in our brains and our bodies as we were talking about that daily dose of happiness. When you start to learn and you really invest in yourself and your own personal happiness, you will see how easy it is to literally start to create that shift, start to become less stressed, start to increase your happiness, but most of all, the joy in your life. Amazing. That's amazing. So, um, Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. And most importantly, thanks to all the audience that would uh, care to join us today and uh, sharing all the comments uh, to keep our conversation more lively and interactive. So thank you so much. All those people who joined from the rest of the, from the different part of the world. And uh, before we just say goodbye, tell our audience that how they can reach, uh, reach out to you. What is the best medium? I think uh, you're, active on LinkedIn or uh, I actually didn't see you do so much active on LinkedIn but uh, what social media are you very much active on or what is the best way to actually reach out to you? Absolutely well listen you can reach me on LinkedIn I you know I, I see it going on um, I, I'm very blessed that I have a group of volunteers that run our 365 give okay, social yeah. media for us so you can always reach out there I do see everything I just may not be quite as active as, as I need to be um, running a charity uh, is very time consuming so I try and put it where my work is most needed in this world uh, but you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or um, uh, you can just reach out to us on our website our website is www.365give.ca um, and I am actually the person on the back end that receives those emails so you can always find me there as well but just happy to have the time with everyone today and and please go watch our TED talk it's called how to be happy every day it will change the world yeah, I will share uh, these, uh, your website link and your TED Talks link in the comments. So, uh, whoever is even uh, going for the replay, they will have a link. So 
Anyways, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and sharing these amazing insights. I'm sure our audience have learned a lot from you. So thank you so much for uh, sharing uh, of this, uh, for sharing these amazing insights and making the discussion more valuable and engaging. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful weekend. Okay. Bye.